Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky. Check them out online at wilhawkbeefjerky.com or in person, Spruce Grove, Leducal, right here in West Edmonton Mall. I'm Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas here with me, coming to you live from the Stingray Studios, conveniently located also right here in West Edmonton Mall. We're talking fantasy sports for the next hour with a little dose of reality in there as well. one 401 is the text line if you'd like to jump in on the conversation. You can also email us if you want to do the old long form, Connor at sports1440. .ca Brandon at sports1440.ca also on Twitter or X at Connor Halley and at B Douglas 1440 and at sports1440. I recommend giving us a follow across the social media platforms because we do like to do the occasional giveaway. We've done some tickets for local hockey teams in town on the sports1440 Facebook page and we did a little Hat water bottle sticker giveaway this weekend for a couple lucky winners who correctly predicted an 8-2 Oilers victory over the Anaheim Ducks last night. Brandon, you're a Ducks fan. How was the weekend? Uh, fine, Connor. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I fully expected the Oilers to come out victorious last night. Ducks were coming in on a five-game skid. Oilers on the complete opposite of that. A nice 5 nothing matinee victory in Washington, ending the road trip back home on a Sunday night. So it, uh, it went about as I expected it to. Did I expect that much of an offensive outburst from the Oilers? Perhaps not. Um, but I listened to the game on the radio on my drive to the Claire Drake for my own beer league game last night, just whatever the first, most of the first period. And it kind of seemed like it might end up as a, a last shot wins type of a night, but the Oilers kind of rallied the troops on the defensive side a little bit. Stuart Skinner able to come up with some saves. So yeah, a, a huge night for the Oilers, a Connor McDavid five points. So um, fantasy wise, that would have been huge. As a matter of fact, in my, one of my hockey leagues, a, person was up pretty substantially heading into Sunday night and then uh, Connor McDavid does what he does best and single-handedly uh, vaulted that gentleman's fantasy team to victory so uh, huge there uh, a lot of Oilers getting back on track Nugent Hopkins with a couple points uh, uh, Darnell Nurse Leon Dreisaitl power play goal back from his office so things are things are starting to trend upwards for the Oilers we'll see what they can do against a much stingier opponent tomorrow night with Vegas in town, but uh, all things uh, gold and sunshine here in Oilerland on Monday morning. See, I thought you were going to hit me with a, you're a Chargers fan. How was your weekend? And that would have shut me up immediately. Uh, I, so. I will never do that to you, Connor, for a couple of reasons. One, uh, I feel bad for you at this point. <laughs> oh. Two, <laughs> okay. it's, it's reached levels of pity. Uh, for Chargers fans because my best friend Brandt is also a Chargers fan uh, he's pretty much reached checked out levels um, on this team especially following last night's <laughs> performance and at the same time I was a believer in this Chargers team uh, I put a f- Super Bowl future on them to start the year I dra- Justin Herbert's my fantasy quarterback pretty Oof. bad nothing nothing special from him last night no um, just the one touchdown but a pick as well and uh, and then you know Mike Williams a guy I love uh, his injury has hit my team pretty hard Acquiring Josh Palmer, he's been out with injuries. So the Chargers are frustrating me. I'm not going to say as much as you and the other true faithful, but they frustrated me all the same, so I'm not going to pick away at that open wound. You know what? And, I mean, I after the Lions loss, I was on the Fire Staley bandwagon, get it done. He was awful. And in the last two games, his defense, although not perfect, hasn't been the reason they lost. Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler fumbling last night. It wasn't the drops this time. It was the fumbles. So unfortunate, yes, uh, 
just checking in here on our survivor pool. We're down to five people. Started off at the start of the year. We've got uh, Ben Delson, who picked the Eagles. We got Dran, who took the Chiefs. And then Green Dog, number two, took the Ravens. We've got Team Dreidel and Top Dob, both with the Minnesota Vikings tonight to beat the Chicago Bears. So five left in our NFL survivor pool. And then when you look at Fantasy Frenzy's hockey pool... Hmm. I, I don't know where you are. I don't know. If, <laughs> I'm going to do the scroll. I have slid well back. To, I, I don't. How many entries are there? 41? Yeah, you're 40 out of 41. I'm 40 out of 41. <laughs> so, yikes. I, it's funny because last night, like when McDavid's doing his thing in dry saddle, I kind of thought, okay, well, that's good. I'll, I'll make up some space. And then I just look at everyone ahead of me. Amhawk the champ. A bar down. 10 ply grinders. Everyone's got Mc, McDavid in dry saddle. Except for you, I think. you. No, tr- I, I have McDavid, but not dry side. So whenever those two do something, everyone just moves up. Uh, so right now, shout out to the, the leaderboard. Haas has got a nice lead. Uh, in second, we've got Ammer Hammer and then Oil City Magic in third. I'm uh, dropped down to 12th, but I'm, I'm I'm watching you guys. I'm, I'm waiting to make my run, as is Brandon. Uh, today on the show, we're, we're going to keep it open. Everyone just text in one 401 What do you want to talk about? Do you have a complaint? Did someone let you down? Did Justin Herbert let you down potentially? Let us know. We'll, uh, we'll all take it in stride. Triple C in a truck. Let's go. Can't wait for the water bottle sticker and hat. Triple C. So I, I believe Triple C was our winner on Facebook. As I go through and, you know, try to find it. Carlton, I do believe is your real name with two more C's. He commented, can low tide sign it? And yes, triple C, if you want, I'll get low tide to sign your hat. I don't know what you want it to say, but we'll get a white one. We've got a black Sharpie here. We'll get him to sign that for you. We also have one in here from Scalding Gord. Steelers won, so new theory. Whatever I think they will do, I bet the opposite yeah, the Pittsburgh Steelers, hey? Was Matt Canada the problem all along? I personally thought with Matt Canada gone, we might see just maybe Jalen Warren get a few more looks. I believe I advised someone to do that on Twitter Sunday morning. He got 13 carries, but he wasn't as productive. 13 receptions, sorry, 13 yards. But Najee Harris certainly looked a whole lot better. Kenny Pickett, 278 yards through the air. He looked improved. Granted, he didn't have to do a whole lot because the Cincinnati Bengals offense without Joe Burrow is not too great. Joe Mixon averaged two yards per carry in that game. And it wasn't even really a game where they were behind for the entirety and they had to pass. I mean, Cincinnati was up 7-3 at halftime. You'd think they'd be content to just pound the rock and, and find a way to bleed the clock as much as they could. But Joe Joe Mixon only getting eight carries uh, Jamar Chase offensively for the Bengals, eight receptions, sorry, 81 yards on four receptions, six targets. So, uh, yeah, that, that whole Bengals offense definitely takes a step down when you get rid of Joe Burrow. And for the Pittsburgh Steelers, looking good. They've, <laughs> they're going to take that, that mediocre offense. TJ Watt on defense and Mike Tomlin, one of the great coaches in the NFL, finding ways to get it done. And with the injuries there, I mean, Baltimore probably going to find a way to run away with the division, but the Steelers 
awfully good team. They could find a way to get into that wild card position for sure. No name on this one. Hey, guys. Need your opinion. I was offered Mahomes for Stroud. Thoughts? Well, I'll share my thoughts. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have the receivers that CJ Stroud has. Now, if you had gone to the beginning of the year, I don't think a lot of people would have said, wow, CJ Stroud's receivers are better than the Chiefs. But those guys have absolutely shown up and looked fantastic. CJ Stroud, second in the league in passing yards. Now, Brandon, you're a Texans fan, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but I feel as if watching CJ Stroud, the key to them winning is him putting up numbers. The defense sometimes might give up yards, might give up points, but CJ Stroud and that receiver, receiving core can push the ball downfield. They play in a dome. The Colts play in a dome. The Jags are nice weather. The Tech Titans are typically nice weather. Like those divisional games, he's, he's going to have good conditions for the most part. And outside of a three-interception game, his TD to interception ratio is 19 to 2. I I I think I and it, it's crazy to say, but you look at Mahomes, he does have 21 in touchdowns, nine interceptions. Not as many yards. I, I feel like CJ Stroud might be a guy you look at over Mahomes. So I don't think it's as crazy as it might seem, especially if it is a keeper league. Yeah, at face value, it seems ludicrous to to consider this first year <laughs> player for the best the best player in the NFL, but this isn't real life. This is fantasy, and you don't get points for wins. You don't get points for your team getting the bye. Um, you get points for what you do as an individual on the field. And uh, Rashi Rice had a great game for the Chiefs yesterday, but that's that's one game so far in the season where we've seen the Chiefs wide receivers be incredibly underwhelming, to say the least, and Patrick Mahomes having to rely almost exclusively on Travis Kelsey. Whereas, like you said, Connor, Houston has... Noah Brown, Tank Dell, even Robert Woods has had a pretty decent season, much better than what he showed last year in Tennessee. Uh, Dalton Schultz. And then yeah, Damian Pierce was back yesterday, once again a non-factor, but Devin Singletary looks revitalized as uh, pretty much taking over RB1 duties uh, for this Texans team. Um, both those guys are p- good pass catchers out of the backfield too. They don't run the ball very much. They love to throw it, which is great for Stroud's numbers. Um, the Chiefs, on the other hand, Isaiah Pacheco has shown that running the ball is going to be a huge part of their offense. So it's crazy to say if this, uh, but yeah, keeper dynasty league, I think this is a no doubter. You're probably pulling the trigger on this. Um, but even in a, in a redraft league, like the rest of the season down the road, next weekend, the Chiefs play the Packers. That's uh, not an easy matchup, but not a, not a difficult one, kind of middle of the road. The Texans play the Broncos. Their defense is starting to look much better, but still uh, near the league's worst in terms of giving up uh passing yardage anyway if not the worst i think and then you're looking at the jets uh for the texans down the road so like and then the titans like you said some divisional matchups on the back half of the season i th- i think i'd probably pull the trigger on this and i know i'm biased i own cj stroud in my uh, super flex league used a kind of a 12th round pick on him i think so that's going to be a keeper for me 100 it's crazy it's crazy to think that you would say you're trading away patrick mahomes but cj stroud's upside as a fantasy quarterback is pretty much limitless right now yeah, I mean, I'm a huge fan of it. Like, And that's it. We thought for sure, like with a rookie quarterback and no big-time receivers, you're going to have Damian Pierce running the football. But C.J. Stroud has been kind of like, no, I got this. We'll, we'll keep pushing that ball downfield. Uh, very, <laughs> very surprising, but great to see. Triple C in a truck confirms it. He just wants a, a white hat autographed. Go Eagles. Signed low tie. How about those Eagles yesterday? <laughs> I know the kick, like kickers in fantasy football are kind of on the 
outs. I know a lot of leagues moving towards no kicker leagues. I don't have kickers in any of mine. Uh, my dynasty league doesn't even, we don't use defenses either. Um, just bigger, bigger starting rosters. But if you had Jake Elliott yesterday, you were uh, feeling pretty good drilling that uh, long field goal through the rain and the wind to send the Eagles to overtime where Josh Allen is now 0-6 in his career. You know what? Yeah. I mean, I, I saw some Bills fans quite frustrated. I saw a little report that it, I don't know his first or his first name, but last name, Hockley, Ed Hockley's son. Whenever the Eagles have him as their official, the calls tend to go their way. Mm. And it, <laughs> there was some calls both ways, as, as every football game is. I'll complain about some of the missed calls in the Chargers-Ravens game last night, I'm sure. Uh, but But that's definitely got some people speculating. But for sure, when you get that last, like at the end of the first half, 45 plus yard field goal it's like that's sweet that could be the difference mm-hmm. i'm in one league right now where i would like a nice five points would have, would have been huge for me if i win tonight I, I need six points out of madison i could go from ninth to fifth because this league from ninth to first two wins separate everyone it's a wild league so yeah yeah those kickers kickers can play a crucial role in this one uh joseph says I'm ahead by 19, and my opponent has Addison. Think I'm okay? That was a PPR. That's got to be the first question, like, right? Likely no Justin, almost, or so since they likely, almost certainly no Justin Jefferson again. Yeah, confirmed. I think uh, our guest we had at the in the last hour, the Kevin Carey Show, Matt Collar, confirmed that pretty much right before he hopped on that the uh, that had been announced. Um, he is out. So Jordan Addison still going to be getting all the looks. Um, the Bears... The, the the Vikings do not run the ball particularly well. They pass the ball really well. They have good receivers. And it pretty much plays right into the Bears thing because they defend the run quite well, but they do not defend the pass well. So I would expect them to be going to the air a lot tonight. And Jordan Addison will, pro- Jordan Addison will probably be at the forefront of that. If you consider a touchdown, six grabs for 100 yards, well, there you go. You just lost. So it's I'm not going to say you're in like – yeah, you're losing straight up, but it's like I'd probably put it about a 50 50 percentage chance, uh, just off the of, like randomly. <laughs> my, my system, yeah, my models, my models <laughs> in my brain, they're generating a 50 50 uh, percent chance for you, Joseph, to uh, win your matchup. Godspeed. How about this one for me? Down 33 points, <laughs> always good going into Monday <laughs> to have Justin Fields and he is Hawkinson. Yeah, who says I have six percent? What does your model say? My uh, my model. So you're down 33. Your opponent has Hawkinson. You have Justin Fields. Yeah, I would put it. It's they, you said Yahoo has it six six percent. I would put it at mildly better than that, but probably no more than ten. I'd put it at like two. <laughs> Justin Justin Fields has like dynamic capabilities. Do I think the Bears are going to win tonight? No chance. Um, and the, I have those are selfish injuries because I have uh, investments in the Vikings as a team, and I like watching them play. I don't really like watching the Bears play. Um, <laughs> if I, there's so many people out there that know the game of football very well, um, way better than me. But if you had a brain like some of those people, combined with the physical traits that Justin Fields possesses, you might have the greatest athlete of all time. But it just does not seem like Justin Fields really thinks the game at an NFL speed in his decision-making, reading defenses, things like that. Like I said, I, I'm far from an expert on that side of the game. But... It just, that's what it looks like to me. But he's still, like I said, that freak athlete, so things can happen for him. I think the Bears ruined him. 
with their coaching staff and offensive line. Like, I think he just developed some really bad habits where he felt the pressure and would make dumb decisions, and I think it's lingered. Just to vent about my league, um, my opponent played Will Levis over Justin, uh, over Jalen Hurts, and I'm going to lose this week. Wow. Thank you, Austin Eckler, Cooper Cup, James Conner, Dalton Kincaid, for all going under five points. DeAndre Swift, a uh, surprisingly underwhelming week. Eight points. Yeah, I have him in that league as well. Yeah, so that uh, him, him between him and Justin Herbert, uh, that's who I rule the culprits for me taking a loss uh, this week. But in my other league, um, I was going against DeAndre Swift, so that ended up being positive, and I coast. Uh, I think he has Cole Komet and Jordan Addison going tonight, but I'm up seventy points. So you're good. I'm feeling pretty confident. I had uh, C.D. Lamb and the Niners defense after Thursday, and I thought I'm in a good position. <laughs> You're laughing at and, that point. And then uh, Cooper Cup decides to do nothing. Austin Eckler, I, he's washed, I think. Did you see that video of him last week? I think we talked about it. He was running 13 miles per hour. Yeah, it's slow. I think I think the Chargers were smart to hold off on that extension. Very uh, very similar to Melvin Gordon vibes, but they don't have an Austin Eckler in the system. So. Yeah, I think that was because that was a clip from last week's game. I think right where yeah. they had him clocked there, and the the guy that chased him down weighed like three hundred and fifty pounds. They said like this, I did not alter the speed. He's just looked like he was <laughs> in quicksand, so slow. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe maybe he's uh, and then he drops and fumbles balls. So Austin Eckler, <laughs> in the words of Commodore, pack your stuff. Pack your bags, Austin Eckler. You're done. (laughs) You're done. You're done. Well, uh, so is this segment. We'll take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll get back into the texts here. We got Slurpee Sean, Fat Efron, and more we'll talk to. uh, Let you know what's coming up, the Canadian Brew House. Where will we be going tonight? Well, Brandon's going to join me, I do believe. We'll tell you where we're going after this. It is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Hallie and Douglas brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. 1122, thank you for tuning in to Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. I think I know someone that just walked by at the mall. That's cool. It is Fantasy Frenzy. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you. Brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky. Uh, you know what? That's uh, right here in the mall as well. So if you're coming to do your Christmas shopping, maybe you want to grab a little gift card for a stocking stuffer, or you're heading to a party, Trust me, you'll be the most popular person when you walk in with a bag of Wilhawk beef jerky. Don't, and maybe some other things. Don't bring salad. Don't bring, no. Don't bring salad. Bring a bag of beef jerky, maybe some pepperonis. Yeah. Maybe a jar of pickled eggs. We saw they do, and spicy ones too. Yeah, they like a little <laughs> unique flavor. And yeah, they got all sorts of great stuff there. It's a, it's the whole, and that's just like in this little kind of, it's a, set up in the middle of the mall. Like it's not, it's a kiosk. A kiosk. Thank you. That's the term I was looking for. So it's like, seems small but then like the they utilize every inch of their space like the entire walls around it are shelves with an endless supply like i said candy spices uh seasonings mm-hmm. and then of course uh, like barbecue, barbecue barbecue sauces yeah. uh honey and then yeah the uh, the pickled goods whether it be vegetables eggs uh, and then of course what they're known for the most the actual beef jerky right in the front uh, display window so dang good yeah. cannot say enough good things about wilhawk beef jerky I think I might. The I was going to buy the barbecue sauce, and then I didn't because I'm like, oh, I got a little at home. And you know, sauce. If you don't use it, you're just gonna have it forever. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have an implemented policy that I use my sauce before I buy new sauce. But I'm out of sauce, so I think I'm gonna have to get some today. Maybe some jerky as well. Who am I kidding? Definitely some jerky. 
going to be good because we've got a chili cook-off going on in the building today. And you're excited about that because you were a bit of a connoisseur at your collegiate level. You were pretty dominant when it came to chili cook-offs. Yeah, very dominant, I would say. Um, two out of three years uh, champion a modern at the day uh, University of Alberta Agriculture Club Bar None Week Chili Cook-Off every Tuesday night from the Crop Science Building down on South Campus. Um, yeah, the first year I won our chili, this kind of secret ingredient was some cocoa powder. So it was kind of like a sweeter uh, type chili. Other than that, pretty standard, but it was very good. And then uh, we took a year off from winning, let somebody else have a crack at it, and then uh, rounded it out with a nice win with our Kentucky Fried Chili uh, Bourbon was the main ingredient in that one. And um, I, I'm not going to lie, it wasn't the best chili we've ever had, but along with the costumes and the little sales pitch we gave, it uh, it hit all the right notes with the judges and we came out victorious again. I don't even know if we ever actually won anything. I know the first year that we won, the prize was like a limo, like VIP thing, like down to Knoxville's. They sponsored it for us. I don't think we ever used it um, because we went to Knoxville's all the time anyway. And it's like, why are we taking a limo? We can just hop on the LRT and rip down there uh, in lickety split fashion. But uh, it was more about the pride and the uh, the glory that came with winning chili cook-off as opposed to, say, the uh, material possessions. <laughs> Uh, we've got a text here from Rockford. Wilhawk has great hamburger patties too. Limitless options, really. I also learn something new every day. I, I want to throw it out there. Like, what is the key to a great chili? Because we are going to go and sample this chili. It starts at noon, right when we end. And I think you just need a spoonful. You don't need a whole lot, but you, we got to sample it and see what's good. So I, like, what's the key to a good chili? Well, people have their preferences. Uh, I love a little kick. And some chili. The ratio of ingredients is very important. Like this, my my mother is a terrific cook, and I I love her dearly. And she's changed her ways in more recent years. But back when I was younger, when she made chili, she'd put way too many big chunky tomatoes in it, um, and I was not a fan of them. I like my dad loved it; that was his favorite part. But then uh, I complained enough that over the time mom started to change her chili recipe, and now it's even a little bit spicier too, which my dad detests. He can't, anything spicier than ketchup basically is uh, out the window for him. Uh, so we're at odds a little bit on my mom's chili recipe. But so yeah, the ratio of ingredients, beans to meat to peppers, whatever. Um, and then it's just a huge personal preference thing. The amount of spice, the consistency, how thick or runny it is, et cetera, et cetera. A half pot of coffee in a big pot of chili is good from Rockford. That's interesting. A half, that seems like a lot of coffee. I guess it depends on how big the – he says a big pot of yeah. chili. is like, do you consider just a full crock pot a big pot of chili? Or are we talking more like a big gumbo pot uh, stovetop-wise as a big pot? Because a half pot – that's a lot of coffee. That'll get you jacked up. You have your chili, you could have it for breakfast. You're going to get jacked up. <laughs> Boys, the Lake Life Caesar Mix Lloyd Minster com- – Lloyd Minster. Lloyd Minster. I – Sometimes I say Lloyd Minister, and then people get fired people up. People get on the really text line fired up. Lloyd about that. Minster, that Wilhock carries is so damn good. Don't drink Caesars without it. I don't drink Caesars ever because they're gross to me, but <laughs> HVAC Nick will pass it along to people. Um, Stu said, Did you know there are people that don't like beans in their chili? Crazy, right? Signed Stu. Yeah, I, I can see that. Because some people don't like is beans, that, but they're really healthy for you. There's so. a type, I want to say it's maybe Texas chili, like Texas style, that either doesn't have beans or maybe only has beans. 
I like there's no meat. Like there's like the, the beans are the meat. Like it's almost like a vegan or yeah, vegan style chili, I guess, or maybe vegetarian chili. Um, what about Skyline chili, Connor? The Cincinnati special. Are you familiar? Never heard it. No. It's basically just spaghetti, um, then with like grated cheese and like I guess like a chili type substance on top of the spaghetti, but it's also like a more unique. It's almost basically like more hamburger sauce. I've never had it, but it's a. It always comes up on social media, I find, because um, it's correlation with the city of Cincinnati. It's like a specialty, or not a specialty, but it's like their thing, kind of. Um, but I don't think I would much care for that. That's how they do it in the natty? Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. I'll uh, I'll look up the exact ingredients because I think there is more than what I just explained it as, but it's quite detested because uh, I think the meat sauce thing just comes out of a can. Wayner says, I have had it. It's gross. So... <laughs> Scalding Gord says Brandon's mom was the judge of no, these contests. Absolutely, no. not. I feel like it was hundreds of uh, drunk university kids. Uh, the, well, yes, the the amount of people eating it had a taste, but there was actually just a three judge panel. Uh, every year, one of them was uh, Dean Blade, Dean Stan Blade from the Ales Department at the U of A. Um, awesome guy, still there. Uh, uh, consider Dean Blade a good friend. Um, partially because he gave me a couple wins in Chili Cook-Up. And then usually some <laughs> alumni of Egg Club, um, you know, recently a year or two out. And then who knows, maybe, like I think um, the one promo manager from Knoxville's, uh, or the ranch, Tyler Triuba, um, he was the judge the one year because they were sponsoring it or something. So something they, they were always a mixed bag of judges, but um, that's who you presented your chili to, and then everyone else just ate it. If I were participating in the years you were, I would have some questions because it sounded like you just implicated yourself on cheating charges you said he gave me a couple victories a good friend of mine well he be no he became a friend of mine because he gave me the victories i wasn't even in the ales faculty right so dean blade wasn't even my dean i was in elaborate hand gesture the arts (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying it sounds like collusion to me Stu says you're right. Texans don't like their beans. I feel like Sheldon Cooper had a little bit about that on Big Bang Theory once. Um, smoke chili is unreal. Gotta try it in the smoker. Yes, I've heard that. Okay. I have heard. Uh, does it take longer though? It I mean, has I guess to. it has to because, like, even in a crock pot, you're talking like hours, like a nice simmer. Obviously, you pre-cook your hamburger, maybe not all the way, but between that, the beans. Yeah. Rockford says, chili cook-off judges are as crooked as the Arrive Can app. I don't know. <laughs> Do I, I know? Is, is that like an airport thing? I feel, like you show up and uh, is this some sort of uh, <laughs> COVID type thing? I think it is, but <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I only dealt with that a little bit. I didn't have any issues, but if it's crooked, then I can see the, the parallels between these... <laughs> Cook-offs, uh, Texas style is meat, tomatoes, and peppers. I, I, hey, I hope. And then Sean D says, yeah, all beef, no beans. See, I like the be- like kidney beans, huge fan. Some nice uh, pork beans in there. I, I like the beans. But it has, once again, the ratio has to be right. Can't be too much bean. I hope that someone in our chili cook-off here at Stingray goes Texas style so we can give it a go. Yeah. Not I, Cincinnati I, style. I hope somebody goes Cincinnati or Sky, it's Skyline Chili. Skyline. Skyline okay. Chili. It's, yeah, traditional chili powder and cumin, cinnamon, allspice and cloves. Yeah, I don't know. Skyline Chili has perfected their recipe so well. It's even sold in grocery stores. I think there's a lot of people that would uh, disagree with that statement of perfecting their recipe. Uh, Brett says you can't go too much smoke, though. Too much smoke 
will take over the actual goodness that is the chili. There you go. Uh, let's get into the inbox here. You can keep those chili <laughs> chili ones coming on in yeah, here. Yeah, uh, that really went off the rails very quickly for Rod us. Rod Augury says, what is this fantasy chili talk? Yeah, sorry, Reed. It all just, it, it happened so fast. Uh, let's get into the inbox for the Canadian Brew House. Join the CBH for Monday, Thursday, and Sunday night football for your chance to win awesome game day prizes and qualify for a chance to win a trip for two to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Tonight, we got the Bears and the Vikings should be a fun one because we know there's a lot of Vikings fans here in the city. And I'll be down at the St. Albert South location qualifying three lucky people for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Also, I'll be buying beers. And we also give away the barbecue meat package, which, as I've said a few times here, in this economy, inflation's running crazy. You can get a lot of meat for free. And it's frozen. It'll last you a long time. And we do that once the game wraps up. So uh, it doesn't sit out and thaw or anything like that. You just pay your bill and you go home with it. Uh, that is located at 101st Street and St. Albert Trail. Uh, Brandon, you're going to come out tonight. I think you've made the obligation. Yeah. So if you want to come out and hang out with us, do so. We'll be at the St. Albert location. Like we said, uh, Gelly or Jelly. I'm never going to get this right. I'm always going to say Gelly or Jelly. Who do I drop for at home? Provorov or Gustafson? Brandon, what do you think about that one? Mm. Yeah, Eric Gustafson having a, a pretty decent season, but... Uh if you're looking to add Ekholm, I would probably say that Gustafson is the less long-term outlook. Like Ivan Provorov was acquired for a reason in Columbus. He is like he's the guy there. And yes, you're always gonna like at least offensively probably be playing second fiddle to um, Zach Wierenski. But uh, I think Provorov is probably worth holding on to. He brings a lot of different elements. Uh, physicality. He's got a mean streak. Um, kills penalties. Second power play unit. So. I would, uh, I'd probably say go ahead and you can drop uh, Gustafson instead of Provorov. Uh, another one here from Roldy. Hey, guys, do you think it's a good time to buy low on Svechnikov or is he not making a comeback? Sure looked good yesterday. I going to say. The Hurricanes mount uh, an impressive comeback in the third period. Uh, if Svechnikov's out there, uh, like I said, somebody's looking like if he's for some reason on the waiver wire or if uh, his owner's looking to trade him because of his slow start. We talked... We, here in Edmonton, we've talked about this extensively about Connor Brown and his leash is kind of running out here in terms of uh, leeway on this. But coming back from a surgery of that magnitude is very, very difficult to do. Even if you are a top player, Andre Veshnikov is awesome. Uh, plays physical, another guy, like I said, with a mean streak. And he he is just so, so talented. So uh, I would say if Sveshnikov's out there and can be got for a, the right price, absolutely be getting in on him because um, the Hurricanes will go as far as he can kind of take them because they don't have that really top-end superstar. It's kind of up to him and Sebastian Ajo to really carry that load for them. Yeah, I mean, you look back at some of the years he's had. I mean, 25 goal score bona fide, like 30 goal score on the high end. He's got to stay healthy, right? That, mm-hmm. That's kind of it for everyone, but... I would agree with you on that one. You can keep the sports questions coming in here. One eight three three four zero one. 401 Gord says real chili in its traditional form doesn't have beans. Stu, I believe, talking about the smoked chili. It takes as long as you want, really. But the longer, the better, from my experience. So when you're smoking that chili, you let it go. No, we got Dave, first-time texter. Skyline chili is beyond terrible. It was served at my brother's <laughs> wedding because he got married to an Ohio family. Sick emoji. I am still traumatized 11 years later. Dave, thank you for the text. Yeah, first-time text to bring that in. I appreciate the insight. I still feel like... I, you know what? I have to, I'm going to say this. I'm not going to condemn Skyline chili until I try it because guess what? I said... 
after the Jonas Brothers concert that until you actually go see them live, don't tell me that they're terrible. So I'm, uh, I can't be hypocritical in this situation. I will reserve judgment until I personally try Skyline Chili. But I appreciate the advice uh, from Dave, Wayner, uh, and there's been a few other people mentioned that, yeah, it's uh, far from their favorite dish. Okay, so when you look it up, it doesn't look that bad. It's just like spaghetti with beef, which... You but know, I, chili th- I be- think it's the sp- the way the meat is spiced, maybe like the way it because it's a, like a Mediterranean influenced thing. Um, from the quick read I just did on uh, its Google search, but like I said, don't knock it till you try it. These guys have tried it; they say it's bad. I haven't, so I will. Uh, I'll reserve judgment. The chili looks dry. I think if it was a little more saucy, it might be good. And then the cheese on top, I feel like you need to melt it. It looks like it's kind of a just cold right out of the fridge shredded cheese yeah like if you bought a bag of the craft shredded cheese it looks like they just dump it on there uh wayner says completely agree with dave so yeah it's not getting the most positive reviews but hey we're getting into it maybe we'll have to talk to the fine folks at the brew house see if we can whip up some chili uh for us at one of these th- these nights i th- feel like there's there's certain events like maybe super bowl or gray cup you need a nice hearty chili Maybe we got to find a way to make that happen. We'll we'll talk to the people down at the brew house. Uh, of course, we love going into the mailbag for them. The Canadian brew house sending you to the Super Bowl, as we mentioned, will be out at the St. Albert South location. A great spot to go watch a game. Come see us. We'll hook a few people up with some sports 1440 hats. Maybe I'll bring some stickers. We will qualify three lucky people for a chance to go to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. And also someone will leave with a beautiful barbecue meat package. You could take that meat hypothetically and turn it into chili if you wanted to or you could do up some burgers with it steaks hot dogs pork it's a really great little package we've got there Stu says if it doesn't have beans it ain't chili yeah i'm with you Stu. i like the little beans in there good health benefits you know as we age you got to worry about that sort of things uh, we'll take a break here. When we come back, we will get it back into the text box. There's uh, more more and more texts coming in about chili, which we are totally open to. In case you missed it, we are having a chili contest here at Stingray. Uh, they're getting ready for it. We're about 20 minutes away. We'll see who cooks up the best chili. Brandon, a little frustrated, I think, because I don't I don't know if you knew this was coming. Otherwise, you would have been a participant. I think Kevin Carries and I would have whipped something up here. Kevin is... Uh, I mean, this is all from his own mouth. I don't know if I've ever spoken to anybody that's actually eaten any of his food, but he grows all his own vegetables in the backyard, all that, so all that would have been super fresh uh, from this year's harvest. Uh, but Kevin considers himself a top-drawer cook, so I, I would have loved to seen it in live action here at the Stingray Chili Cook-Off uh, next year, I guess. I love how in our little kitchen there's, like, an oven and everything. I always thought, like, what if I just whipped up some chicken breasts? What or- if we just took a stroll down uh, here to... TNG. Shoppers Drug Mart and got a big frozen lasagna and then just pop that in when our show's starting and then uh, maybe it's nice and done by the time we come out. Or a cake mix just to whip up a cake. <laughs> Things we could do. Okay, when we come back, Eric, I see you. We'll jump to your question. Also, we'll talk chili for sure because it's, uh, it's a polarizing topic here on Fantasy Frenzy with Hallie and Douglas brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky on Sports 1440. Welcome back to Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky. Check them out at wilhawkbeefjerky.com. Triple C, we got your hat autographed. Go Eagles, low tide. So when you come to pick that one up, uh, it is all ready to go. Of course, uh, Triple C and Jesse won our contest over the weekend. We did it on Twitter and Facebook. 
So score prediction. Only two people that's at eight two Oilers. And uh, they win a Sports 1440 hat. They get a Sports 1440 water bottle. The finest of the bottled waters. And a sticker. That's the random prize pack we kind of threw together. Uh, follow us on all sorts of social media pages and you could win next. We've also been known to do tickets to uh, hockey games in this city. And there will be more of that continuing. So uh, Facebook for sure, Twitter, Instagram, Threads, all those things. Make sure you follow Sports 1440 coming up on the station. Later today, we will have the lowdown with Low Tide and Declan Kruger on the show today. Of course, they will have their weekend recap for the Oilers. They'll do some NHL rumors. They'll have... Mark Grote, he covers the Chicago Bears for WSCR Radio in Chicago, previewing Monday Night Football as the Bears take on the Vikings. And then Jason Greger in at 120. And then Mama MMA. Mama Mia is what I think that's kind of a play on. But they'll talk a little combat sports with Declan Kruger. Then on the Jason Greger show today, we've got Robin Brownlee, Cam Tate. Uh, Ruthie Polinski will join us from NBC Chicago. Also, Terry Ryan should be by. He's very busy with the filming of Shorzy, but we have on a pretty good record that he'll be in today. Andy Petrillo of One Soccer, Mark Spector, and Kevin Woodley. Plus, we'll go around the NHL. we got to find a market we want to go to, but we're going to figure that out in the next little bit here, probably as we put down some delicious chili. That's what's coming up on the show today. The text rolling in here, one 1440 Just very quickly here, the rumors of Shohei Otani and the Toronto Blue Jays being interested, I doubt it happens. I, it's, the West Coast seems like the spot for him, potentially Los Angeles. But I swear, I will buy his jersey the second he were to sign in Edmonton. I will do what I can. Or Sorry, in Toronto, not Edmonton. Shohei Otani um, signing up with... The Oilers. I was thinking the Riverhawks, maybe. Why not both? He's a <laughs> he's a multi-position guy. Why not be a multi-sport guy? The second that that pen hit paper, I would log on to Fanatics or whatever, and I would do my, my part to help get cover the, the bill, get the owners their money back. Well, Kevin said this. Uh, Royal blue for those wondering. Kevin uh, Kevin said this that if they were to sign him, he would be uh, immediately switching his phone plan because he knows that Rogers would be jacking it up on him to help foot the bill. But you're saying the opposite. You'll yeah. do anything you can to support this. I'll but switch Kevin, to Kevin, Rogers. But Kevin's not a Jays guy, right? Kevin, I think, is a Yankees guy. So maybe a little uh, jealousy. Yeah. Well, tell you what, I think of Yankees fans that don't live in New York. Bandwagon. Bandwagoner. He hopped on the bandwagon. And you can be loyal still, but just admit that's why you joined. <laughs> I've never been a bandwagoner. I hop, I, I cheer <laughs> yeah, for terrible yeah, teams. Yeah, that's that's evident by <laughs> years yeah. and eyes, a uh, choice in favorite teams. No uh, one's going to accuse us we're, of that. We're, we're true, true blue bloods. <laughs> uh, Scalding Gord, I smell conspiracy in that chili. Brandon needs justice for his impertinence. Uh, Chomsker says, Dolphins, baby. Yeah, Dolphins. The good team. Did anybody think that they were not going to win that game by at least as many as they did on Friday? No. The Jets are terrible. Yeah, that's just one you kind of take it in stride. You don't even brag about it. They're just, it's just so like this is, a, this is an expected win. Like, yeah. Yeah, like it's, uh, yeah, just another like another day at the office type thing. The Eagles yesterday, you can put a little more uh, juice into that one because should they beat the Bills? Yes, we, we're starting to see more and more the Bills are a pretty flawed football team. But then in the fashion that they did, that makes it more exciting. 
The Dolphins win on Friday. Yes, they they had to win it. They still need to keep uh, keep themselves in the race for that one seed and, of course, at the top of the division. But they get a favor by Buffalo losing again, and uh, and they take care of business against the Jets, who, once again, I will say this as many times as I can, the Jets are so terrible. Yes. And we'd known it. Since Aaron Rodgers went down, we knew this was just no, inevitable. No. Well, yes, we kind of knew that. But then there was a flash. We were like, man, could Zach Wilson be what we thought at the number two pick? Uh, no. no. And Tim Boyle, also not the answer. Nobody should have thought that. That was a, that was an overreaction. Should the Jets be bringing in Swag Kelly to play out the rest of the season at quarterback? Yes. Literally anybody. Um, but Zach Wilson was the only quarterback to beat the Eagles. So there we go. Like, How? How is that possible? Big time players. Chomsker says Dolphins defense, strength of the team now. Looks good. Not the strength of the team. <laughs> Respectfully disagree. <laughs> I don't I assume that wasn't said said in like total sincerity, but so, yeah, any any I'll say any defense looks good going up against the Jets. Yeah. Um but uh man, with Jalen Ramsey in the in the mix now, you can't say the def- Dolphins defense is bad by any stretch. No. It's not like they're a team that's going to try and win games 50 to 49. They they have the ability to shut teams down. But their offense is still the bread and butter. Do do not be mistaken. Just has to be good, above average, like Oilers goaltending. Just do your job and you'll get by. Uh, the Bacon King says, guys, with the leftover chili, do yourself a favor. Make a grilled cheese with a layer of chili in the middle. Trust me. I'm all on board with that. It sounds I, I awesome. love different iterations of grilled cheese, whether you're uh, throwing some meat in there, whether it's like some leftover pulled pork, um, leftover, all while we're on the topic of things served at like Super Bowl parties with the chili and uh, pulled pork, like, little leftover buffalo chicken dip, a nice little spread of that on your grilled cheese. I love throwing uh, hot and spicy pickles in on my grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, yeah. There's tons of ways you can play with that. Victor says sausage and beef or just beef and your chili. Needs a good Italian sausage, in my opinion. I like it. Uh, Pillman says I do a smoked chili, and it's my wife's absolute favorite. You got to bring some of that in, Pillman. Let's give it a little smoked chili sample. Sick brag that you have a wife. <laughs> Well, I have a wife. Brandon doesn't. Yeah, but have a Con- wife. Connor never rubs it in my face like yeah. Pillman is. Any single ladies out there for Brandon? <laughs> Let us know. I'm two time chili cook off champion. <laughs> He's also been my, known to make a good chili. My resume, pretty impressive. <laughs> Speaks for itself. Have you guys seen the Nathan for You episode where he's selling chili from a chili suit at a Bakersfield Condors game? So funny. If you haven't, check it out on YouTube. Nathan Fielder. Fielder. I just watched his show on HBO where he's like preparing for situations. Have you seen that one? I got to watch more of it. He's hilarious. I bet I've only one episode in. Uh, why not make and buy an Otani jersey anyway? <laughs> Sean D, I don't have that much income to just be throwing around on jerseys that are my fantasy. Otherwise, I'd have a Tom Brady Chargers jersey. <laughs> it would be sweet. No, I'd go Sean Taylor Chargers jersey. Love Sean Taylor. Uh, it, Slurpee Sean says, is Rashi Rice startable? What do you think? Week to week? We, I think week to week. We had another question come in right off the hop of the show that we didn't get to. I'm just trying to see if I can find it so I can get this in because it was also about uh, Rashi Rice. Where was this? Oh, forgive me. Anyway, yes, Rice, I would say, is definitely startable in the right um, – Oh, this was it was this, it was from Slurpee Sean as well. Uh, <laughs> that's, no wonder I can't find it. It's back at the top of the queue. Uh, dropped him for Jaden Reed. Started Reed, but put Achan on IR. Picked Rice back up on Saturday. Had a feeling. Yeah, like we've talked about it all year. The Chargers receivers have been bad and uh, been a big part of their problems when they haven't been able to string together wins here the last little bit. But 
if there's a guy to emerge as the top wide receiver, it is Rashi Rice. And he showed it yesterday, 100-plus yards, touchdown. Um, Chiefs kind of avoid a disaster almost. And I'm not going to say almost losing to the Raiders. They were down early, but I don't think anybody ever thought that was really in doubt. Um, I would If your receivers are St. Brown, Ayuk, Reed, and T. Higgins, um, on a week-to-week basis, I certainly think he's worth uh, worth throwing in the mix as a flex player and probably over Higgins, especially with um, the Cincinnati quarterback situation being what it is. Uh, Jaden Reed, though, don't uh, don't sleep on him, though, either. I think he's going to start to make waves, as is the entire Green Bay offense, as we've kind of seen over the past couple weeks. Is they're all so young. They're kind of growing as a group here. You said Chargers receivers are bad, talking about the Chiefs. Oh, Chiefs receivers. And I was like, unprovoked shot, but okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> Whatever, Texans suck too. Uh, Eric says, good morning, guys. I'm in an ESPN standard league, nine forwards, 42 goalies. Is it better to hold on to six defensemen or have a spot open for moving players in and out as needed? Also, I dropped Liney and added Batherson. Good lateral or bad move. Have a good one. Patrick Liney scored in his first game back after being benched, um, but since has kind of cooled off again. Uh, nothing going on for him yesterday in their game. The six defensemen, nine forwards, four D, and two goalies. Um, I don't think you need to have six defensemen, probably five. Uh, There's one extra to throw in the mix because keep in mind, and, and it depends, like standard, ESPN Standard League, forgive me for not knowing what the point setup is on that. Like if it's a what they call a banger league, you're getting points for blocks and hits and stuff. Defensemen have value there. But realistically, you're better to use your roster spots for forwards who are more likely to you know score goals, put up points, uh, traditional points, not just fantasy points, which then correlate over. Um, dropping line A, I have nothing against that. Batherson, uh, probably due to kind of hopefully turn things around here with the Senators if they can get get things going. Uh, I'd say probably a lateral move at the moment, but has has potential upside. Uh, and I would say hold on to five defensemen instead of six uh, in your ESPN league. Team Dean says, grilled cheese, save a little bacon fat to use instead of butter. Oh, man. I uh, I use mayo uh, instead of butter for the outside. And actually, I prefer like a spicy mayo, um, like a, a mix uh, sriracha in with some mayo because it just gives a little more crispness when you fry that way instead of butter and then the spiciness adds a little extra flavor as well fat efron says now i really want chili too but i have pizza for lunch hey that's a win-win my friend chomskers howard number one corner cornerback ramsey holland safety yeah they got some nice places on that still defense. still trying to convince us in all caps that <laughs> the dolphins defense is the strength of their team despite having the three fastest players in the nfl okay fine <laughs> the dolphins defensive juggernaut offense average Brett says, does mayo change the taste? We, Brett, we don't have enough time. Uh, no, it, the mayo doesn't change the taste. If you make it spicy mayo, then yes. Are you saying that you cook it in mayonnaise? We'll come back with a grilled cheese talk tomorrow. Brandon's it specialty. Was, it was chili talk today. Grilled cheese tomorrow. We're moving on. We're moving on. It's Japanese pre-mixed spicy mayo. Fire from AZ or AZ, depending on where you live. Okay, well, we got to wrap it up. We got to hand things over to Al. Thanks for tuning in today to Fantasy Frenzy. For Brandon Douglas, I'm Connor Halley. We'll talk to you tomorrow about grilled cheese sandwiches. Now, an update brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky. Alberta's best beef jerky location in the Duke's Bruce Grove and West Edmonton Mall. WilhockBeefJerky.com. Here is the Duke.